Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. Hope you're doing awesome. It's Saturday. It's late. And I'm publishing this podcast on my on my phone from the Castle House in Lettington, Michigan. And I had a really interesting day, and I want to share a business principle I learned while going to a Gus Macker basketball tournament. I don't know if Gus Macker is completely nationwide, or if you're listening internationally, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But it's a really interesting business model. It's a really interesting event. And it's the first one that I went to in Ludington, where we live now. It's one of the largest locations, I think, where they have it. There's actually 800 basketball teams registered for this this tournament, which is on Saturday and Sunday this week. And the way that it works is it's a three versus three basketball game. And you pay like $140 per team and anybody can do it. So it's like just an amateur thing. They have 53 basketball courts set up and all the roads blocked off. There's like, I mean, thousands of people that have converged on this little town. And the, the, the town where we live, we live outside of the town and more in the country, but the town where we live, um, it's, it's, it's small by most of your standards for sure. It's more of a farming community and things like that, but, uh, there's people everywhere. It was crazy. The impact on the economy here was wild. Uh, the profitability on the event is crazy. Uh, I don't even know. It, the hotels are three or $400 a night here when most of the time they're 50 to a hundred dollars a night. It's a pretty inexpensive place to come to. Right. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was the way that, um, parents behave, when their kids are playing a silly for fun weekend getaway basketball tournament. Now, when I took my boys down there this morning to watch some games, uh, there was lightning and it got rained out. But then later I went to a barbecue with Colin, who's a buddy of ours in Ludington. What's up, Colin, if you hear this? And uh, we were talking about uh, how the parents get out of control. So there's another guy at this party who like, he works at this event and he's like, he's on the intercom and he's can hear the police talking and the organizers of the tournament. And it just reminded me like of <laughs> childhood sports in general and how weird parents can get with sports. And, and I guess my takeaway when I was talking to my wife on the way home was like priorities, like is extreme aggression ever good? Is it good? Well, I think, yes, it is. But under what, what circumstances, right? And how do we lead our children well? And I'm not here to give you a lecture on how to be a good parent, but I think it's really interesting when um, parents try to live vicariously through their children because they have insecurities or shame or something that happened to them when they were young and they're trying to like push so hard on their kids to do something or they get so mad over something that has no significance at all it's it's wild because there's all these grown men playing these basketball games and they it's a pretty rough thing it's not like every foul is called and there's fist fights people freak out uh i guess one guy today had thrown the basketball a grown man threw the basketball across like the grassy area like just chucked it and it hit like a six-year-old kid in the head and then the mother was like hey what's wrong with you and then he told her you know f you lady it's just wild right so like the male ego <laughs> is a very uh fickle and powerful thing right it's crazy but then when i work with business owners um there's people on the other end of that spectrum where they actually need to be go in beast mode. They need to compete and win and fight and claw and crush their competition and have like, not in an unethical way, in a total play by the rules, but be better, dominate, make it so there's no wiggle room, so that you're the clear choice. Like, that's good. That's good to get really, really competitive uh, when it comes to business and building your business and protecting your family's legacy and all that stuff. Like, that's good. Or like, when I read stories in the Bible about like King David and he like, 
these people were like men's men. And I think that that's good and I think that's correct. But why is it that we misguide that? I don't know. You know, and some business owners act really arrogant because they're actually insecure. And then little kids act really arrogant because they're insecure. And there's so much psychology that goes on in our head. I just think it's really, really fascinating. And I heard this quote from, I don't want to mess it up. I want to give credit because it's really good. Uh, I can't remember, but maybe it will come to me. And it has to do with insecurity. So, oh, it was Sean Stevenson. Yes, that's what it was. Uh, Sean Stevenson is a three-foot-tall motivational speaker. He's absolutely incredible. He does TED Talks. He's been on Oprah. He's, he's a really, like, educated psychologist and all this stuff. Crazy story. You should Google Sean Stevenson. Actually, I, I really want to try to get him on my show. He's really well-known now and stuff. And if I can get him on my show, that would be amazing because I have a friend of a friend that knows him personally. Total sidebar. But what's interesting is he said, the more aware you are of your own insecurities the less power they have over you. And the less aware you are of your own insecurities, the more power they have over you. And as soon as he said it, I had never heard that before, but as soon as it came out of his mouth, it was self-evident to me. It was like completely true. And so what he was talking about is how we need to study ourselves, And we need to start asking ourselves, why do we react this certain way when this certain situation happens? Like, and try to figure out what's the root thing here? For example, with like men and women or husbands and wives, a really common thing is the wife might ask the husband a question about money and say, well, wait, what's this purchase? You know, looking at the checking account, what what, what was this $200 for, right? And then, you know, a normal response might be to say, "Uh, that was for this particular thing I bought. But sometimes people have a visceral response. They're like, what do you think? I'm an idiot. You think I'm just going to waste our money? Do you think I'm right? Obviously, that's because of some deep-rooted, insecure thing from somewhere in their life. And all of us have these things, or you get really mad for no reason on a particular thing. And when I, when I think about these parents just going, screaming at the refs and screaming at each other, and their little 10-year-old kid who's learning how to navigate the world, whose sole, almost sole source of inspiration and context on how to grow up and be a decent human being and how to accomplish things and how to be what they're supposed to be and live their purpose and all that stuff is you and you're acting like a complete freaking idiot in front of them in in public, but in your mind you're rationalizing it, right? And I kind of wonder like when they get in the car and go home, like I just, I kind of hope that they like do some reflecting and say, you know, why... Why do I care about a fun basketball tournament so much? And it's probably some lay on a therapist couch and talk about their childhood type of moment. I don't know. I remember when I was in high school football, there was a dad that used to come to the football games and he would be just obviously intoxicated, like could barely walk, wasted at football games. And he would walk out past the fence and stand on the grass by the football field, even though he wasn't supposed to, and just scream and cuss at his son and the refs. And it was so loud, the whole town could see this guy. And I think about him, and I'm like, wow, like, what a profound, horrible, negative impact that's going to have on his son in every aspect of his life. And yes, this all has to do with business, because everything's a mind game. Being a good dad is a mind game. Being a good husband, growing your business, getting that sale, uh, you know, prioritizing things, stepping outside your comfort zone. Like what, what those things feel like to you are run through filters. 
that come from your environment, your personality type, and all that stuff. And I don't know what happened to that kid uh, after he grew up. I don't know where he's at now. But I can tell you, it's, there's a strong possibility that he's got a rough go because everything he does isn't good enough kind of at the subconscious level and no matter what he did his dad wouldn't approve and you know one of those guys where you know his dad was just always found fault and everything and when I hear about these parents I just think it's it's more than a tragedy I mean it's, it's ridiculous it's like abuse it's it's really 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 bad and so um, if that happened to you if you struggle with those things if you're holding back in your business and you know you should push harder start trying to figure out where you feel insecure where you feel fear and then just let's just like identify it. That's a huge step. Just say, look, I have self-shame. I hate myself. I don't love myself. So I sabotage every time I'm about to succeed. I start to sabotage it or say, you know what? Um, no one ever, my parents never trusted me growing up. And, or I did something in the past that I was very ashamed of or I lost trust with people. So when anyone ever questions my trust now, I totally overreact and freak out, right? Or, you know, I'm actually, I feel really weak and powerless. And so I have to act really, really like a tough guy or something. Because all that stuff has a root cause. And even though you can't fix it in two seconds, like be honest with yourself and identify what it is. And then when you, when you feel that feeling in your gut, you can be aware of it and you can react differently in the moment. And I think that's valuable and useful. And I hope that helps you. And that's it. The last thing I'm going to end is something my wife Ashley was talking about, which has to do with priorities. And she went to a leadership class because she's freaking awesome and just goes to leadership classes for fun because she loves it. She applies it to our family systems, to our kids, to our marriage. Like we just are always talking about really cool stuff like that. And she's like, you know, the word um, priorities, the word priorities with an S plural is actually like a self-canceling word. The word priorities doesn't make sense because by definition, you can only have one priority at a time. So if, you, if someone says, well, these are my top three priorities, you know, it's a figure of speech and we, I'm not like beating up on the word, but the idea is, is that you cannot have more than one priority at one time in time and space in your life, right? So at all times, all day, you're focused on one thing at a time or you're focused on like nothing, <laughs> which is still focusing on a thing. You're making your priority be you know, self-collapse or panic or something. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. So like me and my wife believe that the idea of balance is a myth. And in fact, there's a lot of people that use stronger language than that because society tells you, well, you got to have balance. Or if you're building a business and you're trying to go hard and your family is an entrepreneurial and they don't understand, they're going to give you really bad advice. Like, well, just make sure you do it in balance, you know, do it in moderation, build your business a little bit, you know, invest in your brain a little bit. Don't go crazy. Don't get too smart. right? Like, oh yeah, you can buy a $20 book to get smart, but don't buy a $500 course or don't, I don't even know, like don't buy that extra good piece of equipment or don't go to that training that'll teach you this other thing. It's all crap, man. You can't have balance. You have to have massive imbalance in certain areas so you can have massive focus in other areas. So the real question is what should your priority singular be right now for a little while what should be the number one most important priority for you right now for a little while and yes you need to get your spouse on board yes you need to be a leader and cast a vision to your family on that and get them on board and they all need to be ready to make some sacrifices to get the big outcome that you're seeking and that ties right back into my favorite quote of all time which is it doesn't matter how hard things are it only matters if it's worth it 
And if it's not worth it to you and your family, then don't do it. That's awesome. That should give you clarity too. There's a lot of stuff you guys are working on that really isn't worth it. You know, stop doing it. Find something else, right? Uh, so <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> There's no such thing as balance. You can't have, <clears throat> you can't be a perfect father, perfect fitness, perfect CEO, and be, you know, a, a top A player in every category of life all at the same time. You can't. You have to focus on one and grow and then kind of push pause on that for a minute and focus on this one and go deep and then push pause on these other couple things and go on this one. That's what it's like. That's how it works. And, and then my original opening, um, I guess, point was it's okay to be aggressive and competitive and to go beast mode and to fight and to want to win and to, and to want to just be a savage when it comes to business. I think that's good and healthy and okay. You're not doing it to hurt other people. You're doing it to win. You're doing it for your legacy, right? But it's not okay to act like that in a kid's basketball game for no reason because you have little man syndrome or your dad yelled at you when you were a kid or you lost the big basketball game for your team and you've never told your family that and so you don't want your kid to and so you're way overcompensating. It's okay, man. Chill out, bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work itself out. Have a great weekend. Take care, everybody. God bless. Talk to you later.